ever wondered who and what is shaping Luxembourg? This is your Lux Unplugged podcast with your hosts, Adrian and Thierry. Hi, I'm Thierry. On this episode, I'm talking to Mike Reifers, CEO at Skilt. Just over two years ago, I spoke to Mike for the first time on this podcast about his HR and recruitment software company. Back in 2020, we just started to work from home and no one could have foreseen the impact of the pandemic. Now was the perfect time for our follow-up session. Mike has recently been promoted to CEO and we both spoke how the company navigated through the last two years and how Skilled continued to help organizations in Luxembourg and abroad through the ever-changing and complex recruitment and HR requirements. Mike also highlighted the importance of the R&D office in Porto and how he manages a hybrid working environment at his company. But now, without further ado, my conversation with Mike Reifers, CEO at Skilt. Hello, Mike. Welcome back to the Luxembourg podcast. Hello, Terry. Uh, nice to be back. Thanks. Mike, it's been nearly two years since we last spoke on the podcast, and I remember we, we recorded in April 2020, uh, just when the pandemic started. And in hindsight, how did you and Skilt experience COVID-19? Yes, Terry, you are right. Uh, I remember very well when we recorded last. Uh, it was uh, just uh, about to start uh, COVID and this whole pandemic. And uh, who would have thought that even by today, we would still in a way be impacted by all this. Um, yeah, crazy times. Um, and I remember very well when uh, when we recorded, I was already sitting at home. So it was home office. It was uh, uh, changing the mindset of how to work. Uh, and it was also... Um, yeah, a big impact for companies, uh, the economy, uh, our partners, our clients, uh, ourselves as a company, but also, of course, ourselves on, on a private scale. So uh, it was a major impact, I must say. And um, I would have never thought that um, it would go that long and make such a major impact on, our, on all of us. Well, recruiting uh, has definitely changed, um, especially that more and more interviews are not, uh, especially not in the first stage, uh, face-to-face. We do it over Teams, Zoom, Google Meets, and, and many other uh, softwares. Um, do you have any inside information on the recruitment impact during and, of course, after the COVID-19 uh, pandemic? Yeah, so... I think it's definitely a department and a sector within a company that has been impacted uh, and changed over over these two two years. I think when you look back in in, in the days when it all started, um, the first thing that we saw was that our clients, the, the people that used Skill as a platform, were more stopping the recruitment and more thinking about how to make people work from home. So I think there was a major shift within these departments to to make people work from home, to to continue to to make a company operate, coordinate all these uh, people suddenly needed laptops. People um, were maybe not having the right offices at home, um, or at least not the right setup. So there was a major shift uh, that impacted um, every company, uh, most uh, most probably in every company. Um, and, and we saw that very, very strongly. So um, I think there was a, a first impact. Um, also, recruitment in general stopped because the crisis hit. 
And uh, many companies didn't really know how the future looks like. Um, you, you, you know, I mean, uh, the economy uh, always, also was impacted by all this. And so uh, we saw we saw a drop in, in recruitment and, yeah, uh, a change of focus. There was a change of focus where before the crisis, people were just planning their year in terms of stuffing, in terms of uh, what positions to fill. And now it was more like, okay, yeah, how do we make all these departments work from home uh, within a crisis that, that has never really been uh, impacting a company in a way before? That was really what we saw. Uh, then, of course, also uh, one thing that was showing showing up was that the need of of digital tools to to continue to continue the, the your processes within within a company. I think when from one day to another you don't sit in your office anymore, uh, that doesn't mean obviously that you take the whole office with to your home. So uh, I mean by that the papers, the, the folders, the all the the admin stuff that is uh, lying around in your office and that is your daily use. Yeah, we saw that uh, there was a major shift and a major need for for digital tools to to continue to operate. And I think that was also um, something that we saw within the crisis, not in the first stage, because at the first stage there was this whole major shift towards working from home, home office, and coordinating all this. And then there was a phase where, okay, business came sort of back to, I would not say normality, because even today we have a different world in the way we work, the way we, the way companies operate. But there was a shift into this a transition, and then recruitment continued again. And there was a lot of companies that realized because they did not invest in digital tools and uh, in digital recruitment processes that it was actually very difficult to as you also mentioned, uh, to, to maintain a smooth recruitment process over the time. And I think that's something that we saw also straight after the crisis, or if you can call it already now after the crisis, those companies that before were hesitating to, to really opt for uh, a digital solution, if it's now in recruitment or in uh, employee management, in, in all these kind of different levels in HR, because we have the insights of the HR department, you could, could really see a major drive now for the need of digital help because we still have home office, we still have um, a new way of uh, working together. And I think the digital link in between all this becomes more more than ever important. But now as we're in uh, 2022, and uh, as you just highlighted, obviously the challenges uh, and Skilled is more than just a recruitment platform, but it's an HR uh, platform at the same time and um, you know we, we especially in Luxembourg you know always talking about uh, home office or working from home but obviously at the moment we are in a what we will call a hybrid mode so we work in both either in the office partially and working from home has it been a real real challenge obviously to adapt for for your clients to have these kind of two models of working and and not having invested enough in you know digital transformation over the years so that must have been very very stressful for for clients and as well for for your company yeah so we can split that in two so for for our clients uh, i mean our clients had had our solution, so I think um, we saw we saw in the statistics and in the um, yeah the, the the KPIs that show how how our platform is used um, a much higher level during the crisis from home uh, office so from from different locations within the world even where we obviously had no clients uh, but it's 
mainly because people went home to their countries to to stay there during quarantine. So you could really see that uh, processes were ongoing. So that was good. And I think many many of our clients were very happy to, to do so. I think in general, it, you can divide the crisis into different steps. I, I would say at the first step, as I just mentioned, is there was not really the need anymore to hire because for, for most of the people, there, there was like a, a sort of, okay, we need to get organized here. We, we have to we have to organize our current employees to, to to continue to work. I think the focus really shifted dramatically uh, within the department. And then after, when this sort of normality became back to, to the daily operations, then you could really see that, um, yeah, when recruitment was needed again to continue the growth of, of some of the companies, um, yeah, there was there was the, the need for 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 the for the tool uh, went went up. And I think companies were not expecting to adapt to this uh, work from home system or hybrid uh, hybrid solution as you as you mentioned. But I think today it becomes the modern way of even offering a job at your company. And I can definitely only say that uh, at Skilled we um, we have uh, we have been fully fully out of the office. So it was for someone like me, uh, I must say I uh, and and I discussed this a lot with uh, Nicholas, my, my associate. Um, one of the reasons why you create a company like ours is because you want to have great people around you. I think it's it's all about the people, uh, and the people they make your business grow. If these people are not with you around you anymore uh, if you don't see them of course you communicate and you see them on camera but it's it's different you know and um, <clears throat> we had a long time where we were really like uh, working from home and being isolated and i think now the last month we really get back to office and it's it's a it's a real fun part because you you you, you know you see the people again you can do an after work again you you work in an office together um so it's 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 great i'm, I'm very happy that we have now a sort of hybrid uh, solution, and you can even see that, um, especially in a smaller team like ours, people even come more than they are expected to come. We we now have a, a three-day solution and two days from home, and uh, yeah, people <laughs> people come even for four days uh, at some time. So because it's just great to be back together. So um, I think that was a key element for us also to to manage to to manage people from home, but then. Keep, uh, especially in our company, like the spirit that we are known for, the, the skilled family spirit, uh, especially after in a crisis like this, where everyone in a way is impacted, if it's mentally or, you know, uh, it, it, it's, it's impacting all of us. Uh, so it was very hard for us to, to try to, with the maximum, to, to, to be there for them and to, to, to have a work environment that is still the work environment that's been known in the past for. And um, I think now it's great to see that the doors are opening again and that we can have people back in the office. So um, on our side, it was it was a tough a tough season, let's call it like this, where we were not in the office because a company like ours makes, I would say, the difference at the office. So um, but I'm happy that we, we can come in a way back to normality. Talking about a skilled, obviously, today and going back in on our last in our last conversation, you highlighted your expand, expansion plans, especially with the opening of your office in Porto. How is that going? Yeah, so um, indeed, uh, first of all, it was really the period where we were trying to put Skilled uh, strongly on international markets. We had uh, some focuses uh, around uh, around our country, uh, around Luxembourg here. However, um, the crisis, as I as I said already, 
made uh, recruiters stay at home. So, um, and everyone basically stay at home. So it was a very unfortunate moment to say, yeah, we, we, we sort of invest on a strategy that we build up until just before the crisis. <laughs> And um, and then a crisis like this hits. So we continue to uh, to push. Uh, we continued over the year uh, in 2021 uh, to 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 push for for international presence. Um, however, I think today you can say that um, due to the crisis and due to all these factors that played around, um, we 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 aban abandoned uh, the strategy shortly towards the end of uh, 21. Because for a simple reason, um, it was yeah, it was impossible to 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 get to get going within a, a situation like this. So we we had to we had to refocus, uh, restructure um, our strategy for for the future and um, what what has happened. And I believe it's uh, the best in in the circumstances that uh, that we were in. Uh, it's the best that happened. We 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 were focused on on what we do best and what we know best, which is the local market, uh, which is our feedback that we get from this local market here in Luxembourg. Um, but always with uh, an open eye around. We also have a strong link to Belgium. We do a lot of business in Belgium. We have partners over there, but we also have partners uh, and clients in. In the rest of the world, I think today you can say that around 80% of our clients are based in Luxembourg, uh, and um, for the rest we have uh, we have clients in in Europe, but also even further, like uh, like in Latin America, we have we have even uh, a client now in in Pakistan, which is very interesting because uh, companies find us, and then of course we are open to 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 partner with the, with them and to to help them with our digital solution. However, it's not currently as we are even still in a crisis and as we are coming out of this crisis, it's not a current uh, effort that we do to push international at this stage. It's not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say we will not do that maybe next year or the years after, but for now, I think what we, what we need is also to, to breathe out of this, to get some fresh air after this crisis that also impacted skilled, as I said, um, like many other companies that were impacted. And I think it's only fair for the company to say, okay, look, we, we refocus on what we do best. Um, there's still a lot of interesting companies here in this country and in the surroundings uh, that, that are in, in need for software like ours and that we are more than happy to help in the very near future. And then if we if we have the uh, the breath again to, to go international, we will we will do so. But I think um, the the crisis has Yes, before the crisis we we wanted, but we realized during the crisis that uh, this was not the path to go. Uh, we sh we shifted, uh, which is I believe in a business a normal way to sometimes shift strategy. Even in a young company like ours, we learned a lot, and we will keep that knowledge for later. However, uh, for now, um, I think we all have the vision of being happy. What we are, I think, uh, one of my employees said once, you know. It doesn't matter. We we should be happy for what we are and for what we know best. And I think it's a beautiful way of explaining exactly what we do today. We are very good in Luxembourg and we have a very interesting and happy network of clients. And uh, I believe building up on that will will make us do what we know how to do best. And I think later we can look to go next steps in the very near future. But for now, Guild is um, a local 
company that has eyes open on the international market for sure, but um, we focus here. So as you as you mentioned, your, your international expansion plans, if something comes, is is more organically grown with, with partners you have. How difficult are you finding it then uh, um, attracting talent in, in Luxembourg? And as you know, I'm sure you listen to some of our episodes, you hear often from our guests that attracting talent in Luxembourg remains one of the key problems to solve. Is that the same uh, at your company at Absolutely. So the organic growth uh, internationally is absolutely um, at this moment uh, what we what we do, and it works actually. Uh, so it's very interesting as well. Um, and uh, yes, for, for for Porto, we have we have currently our team. I would say we are divided fifty fifty percent. So um, we we have a, a unit for a couple of years now in Porto, uh, in this beautiful city where uh, our engineers are working on the constant innovating of the software but we also um, yeah keep keep the maintenance over there so it's it's um, Porto is really the the location where we do the R&D as you mentioned and where I have my engineers yeah. so as you mentioned then uh, in terms of your expansion plans growing organically uh, is fine and you will use your Porto office um, as your R&D HQ Yes, uh, it's a it's a very interesting point, and um, I mean, even knowing uh, our clients and skilled users very well, I think uh, there is a shortage on talent on the market. I mean, that's uh, that's a fact, and um, this is not only for our clients, but it's also for ourselves uh, the case. And um, as you mentioned this question, I think it's an interesting shift that I see coming, uh, which is related to remote work. I think, um, and we're actually currently in the same situation, so. We are evaluating to to be transparent to hire a person, and our options are we either hire that person on the local uh, on our local office here, or we have a, a company that is actually um, located in Africa, and uh, what they propose is they propose uh, um, remote working people with very experienced uh, and uh, on-demand skills that can uh, fulfill the same position internationally. So. Um, and I think this is a trend that we will see come because here you have a shortage of talent, uh, that's for sure. Um, and now with all this crisis and with what has happened over the over the past two years is that people have been used and uh, became used to work from a remote place wherever in the world. And uh, we have actually realized that it works. So um, it doesn't work for all the jobs, that's for sure. I guess... Uh, uh, someone that uh, has a more manual work uh, will need always to be at that place where his work or her work is happening. But someone that has a, a work uh, or a job, like even in my company at Skilled, where we most of the time just need a laptop, computer, um, I think these people can sit wherever in the world. I even have a, an engineer, no, a person here in, in, in my company that is now going to work for six months in uh, Mali, Bali, sorry. Um, and um, we actually allowed it because we, we fully trust our people and I think it's amazing. Uh, I hope, of course, not that the rest of my team will after tomorrow work in Bali, but um, if some, some cases like this happen, I think we have to become flexible. And it's the same thing with uh, how I see also the, the recruitment market and the, the talent market uh, evolve. There will be always the local people that will be uh, working on your local site uh, for sure but it's also going a bit more towards a remote 
approach and uh, it's typically these kind of companies now that offer talents, uh, very good talents even, uh, that are sitting in a different location and that work from there and uh, where they guarantee basically that um, they work efficiently for you. And um, it is a shortage here and we have to sort of find talent and attract talent. So I think it's both sides. It's one side that you have to open for new opportunities, which is what I just explained, but it's also the attraction of talent. And I think there we are also lacking a lot uh, in some areas here because it's a new generation that comes on the talent market and these generations are different than what we were used to. And I think we have to adapt to this kind of uh, new talents that are on the market that look for jobs on different places that get attracted differently to your company that look for different benefits within your company than just uh, you know salary. I think we can even say that today most of the people don't just come and look at the salary anymore. I think it has shifted. Can I do I have flexible hours? Do I have do I have maybe you know the the home office part? Do, can I work a couple of months in a year from a different country? Or how flexible is my employer? And I think that makes the the attractive job position of tomorrow. And um, yeah, this, this is really what we see. And um, we try to adapt to this as well. I'm not saying that we don't find people even ourselves. We find, we had also a lot of people that are currently uh, trying to, to, to apply for this job that we have opened. But um, it's also an option to see people that work remotely from a complete different country. I mean, and that's new even for me. So uh, <laughs> But it's a good question, and I think there will be a major evolution in how people in the future will work for companies. Yeah. And you still have, uh, or, or as you as you probably hear sometimes on the, or often on our uh, podcast, our guests um, bringing up the challenges of attracting talent uh, to Luxembourg. Is that the same that you experienced with Skilled? And then you obviously have your Porto office for the R&D that is really helpful because you probably will find it more challenging to bring that kind of talent to Luxembourg or even finding on the market in Luxembourg. Absolutely. I think this this is more the sales uh, aspect of of this view, uh, which is something that we have done in the past. We have partners. uh, We have actually even one partner in Spain where there's resellers that try to to push our software towards the Latin American market. Um, But I think that is that is the the more known way of trying to open a market. But here we really talk about uh, positions like HR, marketing, normal different kind of positions where you would not expect someone to sit in a completely different country, but where now we get more used to of of being on a remote place. And why does your marketing person sit uh, every day in your office? let's say here in Luxembourg, I think, uh, and we do the same. I mean, we are currently looking for an HR position because we have a new service that is related to uh, HR um, HR on the go, as we call it. It's basically where you, uh, you hire for a client specific profile, not like a recruitment agency, but via our software to on, on very specific recruitment. But this person that will do the, the the sourcing the, the the treatment of the candidates that apply etc for this specific company this person can sit wherever in the world and this is where we reflected on on doing a new approach and it's the same for marketing why and i'm saying now i don't have anyone in marketing but why can my future marketing person not sit in 
wherever uh, country in the world and um, we communicate like most of the people have communicated over the last two years and it's in a way becoming normal so yeah it is it is uh, certainly in the sales aspect a way of opening your markets but that's something that was already in a way happening but i we see it even in different kind of layers within the different departments uh, where where this demand and this idea comes more and more up where people would think yeah why not looking for candidates somewhere else because there is a shortage of talent so before when i, I can give this as an example before when i opened the job for skilled uh, let's say on a on a marketing position i had uh, 50 60 people that would apply today there's 10 15 and we see this trend happening in in the general because we also have all this data of of people applying i skill today has over 3000 uh, open jobs here in luxembourg i can definitely see patterns within uh, the application streams and uh, it, it is it is a shortage that is clearly visible and that's why also companies have to try to think further of where of where the recruitment of tomorrow, tomorrow and where the talent specifically is sitting of tomorrow and um I believe it's not just going to be next door anymore. We have a market shift, as you mentioned. Uh, we have many changes uh, at Skilled, as they say, you know, onwards and upwards. Uh, Skilled recently announced that you took on the role as CEO. Uh, what were the motivations behind that uh, particular decision? Yes, uh, that's true. And uh, that was indeed a very big moment for the company, uh, for uh, certainly our employees and myself, uh, because um, as as you might know, or a fact was that until then we had not at any moment announced any CEO uh, at Skilled. It was always uh, Nicholas and myself that, uh, and, and still are, in a way, huh? uh, we have now different roles, but uh, we still uh, are the two the two guys that founded this uh, company uh, about eight years ago. And I think um, we still, in a way, manage it together. But uh, we had to define clear roles and with the focus and with the shift of this local presence. And Luxembourg is a market I know very well. I uh, we have we have people here on the field that I uh, helped with to 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 build the market uh, of what yields present is today. I know this market, people know me, know the company, and it was more my way of front-facing skills here on the local strategy. Uh, it was also a strategy that I helped with defining after all this crisis to, to really optimize the current and the local market here. And so, um, yeah, we had, we had Nico and myself and uh, uh, people that are very responsible uh, around us. So we said, okay, Nico will focus more on the technology part, which is uh, which has always been more his focus, meaning that he, he keeps the innovation uh, uh, level going. He keeps he keeps track what happens in Porto together with Antonio, our product uh, owner and the engineer. So there's this whole side of, of the tech uh, that has to that needs a lot of focus. And so um, as me, I was always more on the commercial side as I help growing the market here and as i have a very good knowledge uh what is happening here uh it was about the moment to say okay now we we came out of this crisis and we we sort of refocus and it's also the right moment to to announce um a ceo and uh yeah we we sat all together around the table and took the best decision for the company and so um it was the choice on me and um 
yeah, it's it's for me also uh, definitely a, a very proud moment. I I always said uh, you know when you when you do this for such a long time, and when you grow your your baby um, from so small to what we are today, put a lot of uh, you put everything in there, and uh, so now uh, being the the front face of of skill is um, yeah is something I take with a lot of pride, but also with a lot of responsibility and. Uh, Certainly, with the the right vision of what I believe this company should uh, should be led through over the next months and years, and uh, I will defend that very strongly. And um, I'm certain also that all the people that are today at Skilled are very much aligned with this. Um, especially, of course, Nico, which uh, is a relationship that has been over the eight years uh, in business as in private. Uh, the uh, my shoulder of of making of course skilled uh, work and uh, as the the team that is today around me uh, I think we have an exceptional team and um, yeah I think it was never a one man show it will never be a one man show but any show needs uh, uh, um, someone to guide it and um, I'm more than happy to to do so so and you know obviously we went from from one crisis uh, into another so. Well, what what does the future hold for Skilled uh, in Luxembourg then, uh, especially now in the let's say the next twelve months? What what do you see on the on the job markets and of course uh, HR uh, perspective? Do you think a lot of people are going to look for other jobs? It's a good question. I think uh, first, if 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 you look at Skilled and its future, I think uh, I wouldn't have taken the role of uh, CEO. Uh, and I wouldn't uh, most probably even be in this company still if I would not believe that we have so many things still to do. Um, I think we have built a product uh, that is great. Uh, I think it's uh, it has its, its different aspects uh, of uh, of functionalities that make make it uh, an outstanding tool today. Um, however, we are not done. Those that know us, uh, we continue to innovate. Uh, in the in the next uh, months and years, uh, I think there will be a, a V4 that comes out uh, the, the fourth version of Skilled towards the end of the year with major shifts, uh, but also with major upgrades. Um, I think the, the innovation part is something that drives everyone uh, at Skilled. However, we also have diversified a bit into services. This is new. I think today, back in the days when we were talking, we had no service department, which is basically a consultancy department that helps clients facing this transformation of strategy. Today, when I go at the client, uh, they have maybe no software, they have an, an old software, they recruit via email. To make this shift towards a digital and uh, innovative solution like ours, it needs just a bit more than saying, okay, I buy it and then let's do, let's go for it. I think it needs it needs follow-up, it needs onboarding, it needs, it needs all these uh, strategic aspects that, um, that follow to make, to make it a success. And that's the overall goal of when we sell to a client. So uh, we want to make it a return on investment that is major. Uh, and this is why there's a service team that actually is now in place where people would actually help companies do the transformation, but also, as I mentioned before, do the recruitment on the go. So if if you find all your talents with skills, but you need specific niche profiles, we have actually people that come and hire new specific sourced stuff via our software, which is a very unique approach also on the market, which is working extremely well, by the way. And um, so we continue to listen to our clients, to adapt to the market needs, 
um, and there's still a lot to do. So I see this company still growing uh, in, in what we offer, growing in our maturity, in the tool, uh, growing in the innovative part. Um, and so, um, yes, that, that, that is on scale. And I think it's very exciting for everyone that we have on board and we all have share this vision. Then on the market in general, I think, as I mentioned before, there will be shifts. We, we see the, the workplace of today is completely different of the workplace of tomorrow. There's the new generations coming up that are more used to that, unfortunately, passed through this crisis. But um, they, they discover the work market, and the work market has to also reinvent itself. Uh, I think we have companies have to be attractive, have to be flexible, and all these kind of aspects that maybe three years back down the road no one was looking for. Today, if you don't have it, you know, are you, you, you just don't going to work at that company. And I think it's also the same with the recruitment process. If you have a very old-fashioned recruitment process or a difficult one or a, a not-so-clear one, whatever you call it, people will just go to the next company. And I think the talent market is so uh, driven by smoothness, simplicity to apply and, and also employer branding that I believe that, uh, yeah, companies definitely have to adapt. And this is what we what we saw. I think uh, we, we, we now have more than ever the demand to... To, to to also make a, uh, imp uh, to, to implement a, a smooth process to 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 make people apply fast to to show employer branding in the best way but also when you look at the more legal aspect today the applicant the candidate becomes more and more powerful in terms of rights that means also for a company that you really have to protect yourself in the right way if you have an email uh, and you tell people apply via your email and they send you a CV, you download that CV, that CV is on your laptop. According to any legal GDPR form, that's totally not legal anymore. Many companies don't follow up that much on this, but the day the candidate comes to your office and says, hey guys, I didn't like this experience to apply here. Now I want to know who touched my data. Where is my data? Do you still stock it? For how long do you stock it? Well, you're going to have a complete different set of problems than maybe five or ten years ago. And this is where it shifts in many layers. It shifts in the legal part, it shifts in the attractiveness part, it shifts in the speed part. You have to be faster. Back in the days people were used to uh to, to apply over long processes. Today it has to go fast. People were sitting in the train or in the car and they they might be in the traffic and they might just might want to apply and maybe it's the best talent that you can find out there. This is really what uh what I see uh where I see the shift in in the recruitment process, yeah, definitely. And in the, the, the way also people apply for the next career. Mike, many challenges, many exciting uh, things happening at Skilled and on the market, uh, not just in Luxembourg, but for now and for obvious time reasons, I think uh, I have to say thank you for your time. And hopefully we can uh, talk to you again uh, in the near future about all those exciting uh, things happening at uh, Skilled. Well, yes, thanks a lot. Uh, thanks for having me again. It's always a pleasure. Um, and uh, I look forward to continuing to listen to your podcast. And uh, thanks for thinking of me. Thanks for listening to the Lux Unplugged podcast. Please share this podcast with friends and family and leave us a review on iTunes. Also, please don't forget to visit our website, luxunplugged.com. And see you next time. Mm -hmm.